remember how um, remember how um, Real Steel was the most notes I've taken to date. Yeah, Goldfinger is just straight up the least. <laughs> five, <laughs> five notes. Four out of those fives are uh, sentences. I have three sentences. Four. <laughs> yep. And then like a bunch of others that are like five words long. Yeah. My first one is five. Hang on. I might have more notes than you. Yeah. This one's, um, yeah, this one's on, uh, this one's on autopilot a little bit. That's just Goldfinger. Welcome back to Dan Dan Critics are Down. My name's Morgan Roberts. Uh, no, hang on. We, we, we are, you are, I am Dominic Cubby Fitzgerald. And you are Morgan C. Roberts. The, the the hottest Bond content makers in the game. And uh, gee, this is wow, the energy feel like the energy just got sucked out of the room. <laughs> the energy is I don't think it's a lack of energy. I think it's a smoothness. It's a Is it's it? A, okay. Yeah, we'll we've got the that. weight of gold. We're heavy. But it's so, so precise. We're back this week with our third installment in our James Bond marathon. Yeah, do we want to talk about the big corona-shaped elephant in the room? Um, well, when this is being recording, it's only Monday, the 16th of March. So schools are still open. Let's put this shit in as a time capsule of this time. Well, well, in between, in between this and when we recorded our From Russia With Love episode... Gosh, those those sweet, sweet two weeks ago when we still thought that the 25th James Bond adventure, No Time to Die, was coming out on April April 8th. Yeah. And then that news uh, hit a few days after, being pushed back to November 2020. Well, at least we can watch all of these now before we watch No Time to Die. It did. It Silver opened. Lining. It opened up. It opened up. What used to be a a fallacy, um, what used to be a pipe dream, is now what's going to happen. The case. It's not even a possible. It's going to happen. We will discuss all twenty four prior James Bond films. Hang set on. I've just got some on. post. I've got some post. Ooh, mail time with the down down critics are down boys. Back to the finger, the finger, the the, the fingerest of gold. I yeah. mean, it's going to happen now. Look, that's what we were. That's what we were talking about. It's going to happen now. We will now be able to talk about all twenty four prior Bond films before No Time to Die is released. So, which is cool, you know, cool. That's cool. And you can take that Silver journey. With you can, you know, you can watch along. Be ready every week. Now that we've got a yeah. heck of a lot of time, us, you know, prime the prime media landscape of the apocalypse coming right at you. Move over Galaxy News Radio. This is real content. <laughs> none of us, none of us are a three dog status. None of us are three dog status. Maybe we'll get there by the end of this. You know, by the time the actual apocalypse starts. Oh, oh! Giving you the truth, no matter how bad it hurts. But speaking of, we're nerds. Yeah, we are. God, God damn it. Um, he, let's get straight into Goldfinger. Like, straight up, I'm so keen for finally having um, marquee Bond songs as part of the, yes. the canon, as, as, a, yes. as a thing, as, a, as an iconic thing that we have. We've got Shirley Bassey, oh. you know, 
What a banger. Top five Bond songs. I'd argue top three. Uh, I definitely, it's definitely top five for certainty. It's definitely top five. And yeah, the cool thing about that is it now starts uh, starts off another segment of our podcast where obviously it'll probably happen during the beginning of every Bond episode where we'll talk about the song. Yeah, very segment heavy. Look, I love how segmented this 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 every every bi-weekly episode is. This is going to have a lot of segments in it. Now, because we're speaking about segments, let's just get straight to the chat. Things Austin Powers did right. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Groovy, baby. What did Austin Powers get right? Wait, a laser. what did Austin Powers get right? Uh, yeah, just okay. Let's yeah, let's dial it back a bit. But the laser, but let's dial it back a bit. 1963, 1960. <laughs> let's introduce four. this segment. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Oh, I'm I'm a this bit, is oh, I'm at the end random of it, pod energy. 1963, we have a laser. <laughs> yep, for the that's first true. time. I mean, we got we got so many great elements here. We've got 90, um, 1964. 1964. So they took a they took a break. Um, no. So the last one was 1963, where we're a year apiece so far. Oh yeah, that's right, a year apiece. So 1964, we have the laser. We have the most ridiculously <laughs> filmed. You really love the laser, huh? Bond vil- von Bond villainess Bond girl to date. Uh-huh. Um, the most gruesome death, I reckon, up there in the top five. Yep. So far, at least, if not, I'm I'm kind of calling it now. Like, um, mm. this is the start of a theme where Bond girls uh, get killed by being covered in a liquid. Yep, um, that's true. Yeah, because we've got it's a new one. Isn't thing. there? Isn't isn't there? Isn't one one of the Pierce Brosnan ones? No, no, no. Is it? Is it? It's um, Daniel Craig. It's um. Quantum Daniel of Craig. Solace is it the start um, of Quantum of Solace? Yeah. The it's not. The, it's, it's, towards the, it's towards something. the second. Yeah, it's 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 towards the start uh, end of the second act. Poor old Strawberry Fields, played by a ah damn uh, Gemma Arston, dipped in oil. Oh. So, R.I.P. Well, evoking anyway. the very strong imagery of um poor old Jill Masterson, just. Mm. I do want to use this. Uh, let's just let's just get it out the way now. I think Goldfinger casually hates women the most. As a film or the character? Oh, the the film, not the character. I the mean, the, I mean, I don't, I've not yeah. thought enough about the character, but just every single female character with a, a single line is killed within five or ten minutes of them appearing. Mm. Those poor old it's Masters pretty, and it, girls get done dirty. It's pretty grim. The second one, I it, it wasn't clear that she was killed. She was taken off screen, but it's yeah. assumed that she gets killed. Yeah, um, she definitely doesn't show up in the movie again. No, she definitely every doesn't. and they and you know what the other thing is like every time a, a blonde lady gets killed, just replaced with another blonde lady. Yeah, it's this it's just feels bad, man. How weird is the B like super B grade? All of the like superimposed shots. Of all the characters in the title mm. sequence, mm. like, and um, but yeah, it's like the first time that the title sequence with the full song has been made into like this big deal. Yeah, like, this is now, and that's who and it's that cool decision. to watch. 
It's cool yeah, to it's watch. Great. That's the thing about Goldfinger, right? This very popular, very popular entry into the franchise. Just because it's, we've been through the growing pains at this point. We've seen, so we you know, we talked a lot about in the last two episodes, elements of Bond films that we were seeing sort of take place and grow and come into being. This one feels like a fully confident formula Bond film. Yes. And that's... You've got ridiculous... Yeah, you've got ridiculous uh, Bond girl name. A fucking Pussy ridiculous. Galore. Jesus Christ. Pussy Most goddamn galore. Even for 1964. Um, for those following at home, uh, <sighs> Dom's... Dom's uh, Name in the recording software that we're doing today is penis galore. Well done, such a hard it's joke. A, wow. I mean, it's about as it's about as um it's about as um tasteful and as you know intricate as the the name of the character. It's so it's dumb. I hate well it so well much. Done. It's like Jesus, Jesus Christ. What do we normally? Uh, my 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 mantra when I'm watching or even writing comedy is if the bit if it's meant to be stupid. Or even if it's not meant to be stupid, if it sounds stupid, but you can have a character sort of play it off, that's enough. Like, because then we get, all right, it's, we're acknowledging how stupid it is. Not enough here. Not enough to have Sean Connery wake up, look at the third blonde speaking role woman. Who are you? My name is Pussy Galore. I must, I I must be dreaming. Nah, Sean. Nah, B. Fuck that. Fuck and that. I'm, really, I'm getting sick of Connery by this point. Like, yeah, definitely. me too. I'm sick of Connery. He's I'm such saying, a cunt. I'm really tired of, he's the, straight up, like, such there's the a opening dickhead. shot. He, he's the a, first like, thing we see of Bond, Bond is he gets up off the massage table and smacks yeah. the massage therapist <laughs> on our way. Uh, not now, not now, sweetie. Man talk. Bang. Fucking just, like, every oh. other Bond has redeeming, like, elements. Has, like, humanity to bring them back down everyone except connery fuck that guy man i hate sean connery we're three eps in of bond and i hate sean connery he never gets his he never gets his moment you've seen you've seen now two films that don't have sean connery as james bond that we will discuss later but you you've seen he has moments where he he's had moments of levity oh yeah and we'll get to that but that's actually in my notes when i started um watching Roger Moore. Yeah, I'm well like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get You know yeah. what? I like he's doing similar stuff, but I'm not hating him. No. Like I'm not hating on this guy because it's being sold to me yeah. in a different tone. And I'm not saying that it's okay to, you know, casually but I don't know. It just feels like No, but like the thing is the thing is Sean different. Connery never gets those moments of like No. I'm not it a feels dickhead. Like there's just he never gets those consent. humanizing moments. Yeah. There's just there's those things. There's a whole lot more consent I feel at the moment, at least with with what I've seen of Roger Moore, um, we'll get to Lazenby in a few weeks, but like just, there's just nothing here that we go, yeah, even in 1964 standards, like we're not, there's nothing they've given us, that, that there's nothing that they've given us to go, yeah, but it's okay because this, and it's like, oh, God damn it. Just yeah. want to punch him. It's just, he's such a dickhead the whole time. Yeah. And it's Felix like Felix is old now. Also, Felix is so old. What the yeah? Fuck? Well, chalk up our second Felix of the franchise, baby. It's not even been two films. Hang on, is Felix in from Russia with Love? No, 
We just have no. the one Felix from Dr. No and the Felix here. So two different actors, yeah. two different appearances. And I don't get, I never bothered to Google like if like the, uh, if the actor who played Felix was busy or like why they just cast a second Felix. Maybe they just didn't give a fuck, which I'm starting to think was the case. Mm. But Felix as a character is only, at least in these early films, is only there just to give Bond a touch point with the American government so that when he's doing businessy things in America, he can have a local touch point that doesn't have to relate back to England. It's a plot convenience, right? Speaking of plot conveniences, the first fully-fledged introduction of Q, <laughs> like, hey, come down to my lab. Here's all my shit that I'm going to give you. Yeah. Um, the first time we've so seen that. The- that was cute to see. First time we've seen that formula. And that scene is always like a nice little... Whenever we see that scene in modern Bond films, which obviously we'll get to later, I always find the Q scene really like the last like preparation before we get into movie. And I always mm. like really revel in that. Like, oh man, we're about to watch this this movie actually like kick in. And so watching here, watching him get, he doesn't even get any like real gadgets except for the, the pause for effect. We only ever see him get that sweet, sweet Aston Martin DB5. Round of applause. Yeah. Clap it. It's so good. What an I I, uh, This is one of my notes. That DB5 is the sexiest non-sexual thing I've ever seen. I think I think I finally have to, you know, when when income comes back on the agenda as a thing after this apocalypse, um, I really want a nice a nice 172 scale Aston Martin DB5 on the shelf. Like I gotta have yeah. it. Like I gotta um, have one. It looks beautiful. Maybe just a plastic kit one that I can get. For, I, had for I had one as a. I had one as a. I had one as a computer oh. mouse. I had a little USB. Ah, oh, that's cute. It was cute. It got eaten by a dog. Um, or at least destroyed <laughs> by my dog. <laughs> Shout out, wow, George. The tr- you, you prick. The true Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But just God damn, what an iconic off the gate. It's just such a gorgeous car. And then you put all the gadgetry in that is it's so great, so, so fun, great. just so fun to watch in effect. It's not like I talked about in the last episode from Russia, like the how the functionality of a gadget can be. Like this, this like the, the DB5 doesn't have very plot-centric gadgetry. It's just cool, though. It's just so fun. Like you just, you let go during that, that sequence because you're just watching just some fun stuff. And, and you're like, yeah. Hell yeah, I'll I'll watch that. You know, it doesn't have to be this big plot setup and structure. It's just you can just watch Bond whip around in the coolest car in cinema history. Um, Unequivocally, the int- the introduction of Masterson. Mm. What's her sec? The second Tilly, the sister Tilly, Tilly Masterson. I mean, that was great too. That's classic. You know, is she a villain? What's happening yeah. here? Is she some assassin sent to him? I, I like that. I like that uncertainty. Yeah. That's and a classic a, sort of Bond conceit. Yeah. And the beautiful montage of like them driving through the Swiss mountains. Hell yeah. Like just great. Once again, shot on location, shot yeah. on film. And tense. It's like a it's like a little like a mood piece, but it's not too plot heavy. It's just a cool sequence. Also some golfing shots. Yeah, well, now that we've brought into <laughs> golfing, do we want to talk about the fucking titular 
dickhead himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Auric where, Goldfinger. Where did we? The man with a Midas touch. Man probably doesn't fucking wash his hands. No. That Midas touch that's is why. literal shit. Yep. That's it. Maybe that's the allegory for this whole film. But um, <laughs> dude, so he, I get it. Like he's this rich guy, and what he smuggle got? He smuggles gold. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I tell what he smuggles gold because did you know something about him? I need to tell you mm-hmm. a secret. Tell me. He he. Did you know Dom that he loves gold? Hang on. You're telling me he loves gold. He loves gold. I love. Gold. He loves gold. Things that Austin Powers got right. This is this is everything. This is basically the template for what a for Austin Powers. uh, The the I love gold joke is just the funniest shit. (laughs) Funniest shit I ever seen. And and here's the thing. Here's the 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 element of you know Shirley Bassey's fantastic opening song to this mm. film. It's all going so well, I feel, until the ending where it's just on repeat. He loves gold. Yeah. He loves gold. I mean, yeah, yeah we fucking get it. Like, that's really boring writing. And that's about as much as we can say about his character. <laughs> well, let me, well, let me turn well, this No, actually, him. no, that's the thing I think is about <laughs> his performance. I'll... I'll talk about that later. You were saying it's quite stiff. I mean, but you know, did you, I just I just wanted to make sure that you knew that he loves gold. He loves gold, and Austin he Powers really geniusly realized <laughs> that that's the joke. Like where where Goldfinger liking gold is just like a not a not the greatest like performable thing. They realize <laughs> if you take that up to six trillion, it's now funny. So shout out to Goldmember. <laughs> shout out to Austin Powers. Can't wait to review those films. <laughs> Um, Goldfinger. I, Look, I wrote in my notes. Uh, the performance just sucks. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, um, Gert Frobe playing Goldfinger is just like so boring. Because there's nothing like there's nothing about him. I think the writing is there. Like the the petty wealth, never having to deal with things not going their way, always you know, like cheating and stuff. I think it's there in the writing, but it's just so fucking boring of a performance. He always just looks like he's just like, he's farted, but he's felt a little follow through. (laughs) That's just the face he makes the whole movie. And it's like, God, is that it? Is that your Um, one emotion? Yeah, I guess I, yeah, I, I, he's not very memorable for me other than, the title, you know, which is sad because he's the title character. Uh, yeah, and he does got a he's got a pretty cool mansion ranch though, like yeah. with all the the furniture that moves around, like yeah, the merry-go-round yeah, that furniture, lab is, yeah, that lab evil is cool. there, like that's pretty cool. This and is he's got this a whole bunch overall... of he's got a flying school, yeah, well, pussy, the yeah. pussy galore flying school, pussy galore. <laughs> We're gonna have to like figure out like what to say because we can't uh, the PG school of flying because I can't hear it without just being <laughs> bro yo Ian Ian no that's not even a movie Ian Fleming bro yeah, they had 
fuck yeah. were you doing? The, f- <laughs> the fuck were you doing, bro? He's obsessed with gold. Goldfinger. <laughs> he loves gold. Man with the golden gun. Golden eye. Like, yeah, like, and, he, but that's fine because that's maybe like an allegory. That, you know what? I, ca- I can forgive gold. the gold obsession because there's like plot allegories that come with that. What's the plot allegory with pussy galore? What is it? Like, I've just exist. watched Live and Let Die, which, you know, has a great, you know, camp, but we're in, we're in Roger Moore territory with this camp. Um, Solitaire, you know, we can see, cool, yeah. she's called Solitaire. Oh, and she yeah. reads the tarot cards. I get it. Yeah. Like that, yeah, well done. Slow clap. But there's not even a yeah. slow clap here. It's yeah. just, it's a, it's an absolute, obviously sexist, horrible, yeah. look at stupid. me being clever and British. No, just, you're just being just, stupid. Like, did she uh, agree to that name? Like, is that uh, her? Just no, yes, no saying. Like, her fucking parents definitely did not give her the name. Pussy galore. Unless they were on fucking crack. Like, goddamn. What did Goldfinger just buy? Like, did, did, was there some like s- human slavery involved here? And Goldfinger went, you know what? We're going to change that name. And like the relationship between the two of them is so questionable. Like, she's like the whole, the worst conceit of the movie is that she's a lesbian, but that's fucking not going to deter Bond. So, like, what is her relationship with Goldfinger? Do, is, is she just working for him? Is I don't know. They, they like, kind of cover it. And then she turns on him so quickly. Yeah, it's just so fucking mid. There's so much technically, like, as a structure that this film gets right about setting up future bonds that it's, it's a pity that it's in, an, in itself is so disappointing. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about Goldfinger, right? This is my main take on the film. For some reason, it's it's safe to say that this is one of the most revered Bonds, right? People love this Why? one. Why? I have no because I think because I think it's the first that just invents the formula, and I think that's an opinion. The opinion that it's one of the best ones is only shared by people who don't watch them all. Because I like, I get it. I know that this invented. This is where the formula really hit its stride, right? And we will talk about every bond structure will be the uh, pretty much the same from here on in that we'll be able to talk about. And just and 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 Goldfinger really like got out of the growing pain. So I think people skip watching Doctor No and From Russia with Love and cut straight to this, and then immediately just go, "Yep, cool. This is what a Bond film should be." even though it does all of the Bond elements uh, nowhere near as well as, like, later entries. Like, no, no way. I don't get it. (laughs) I I mean, I wasn't expecting this to be a short episode, but fuck it. I mean, I don't have anything else to say about this film. I've got got several fucking points to cover through. You you go for it. But I want to talk about, quickly, because you've been talking a lot, I want to talk about Fort Knox. Fort Knox can see. I mean, how how does he now? I know that this is you know. Here we go. When am I? We're picking and choosing when to poke holes in in Bond films, right? But when is yeah. when when does they have time to communicate all of this plan that they would fake having 
fake all the guards falling oh. over and faking death that the neurotoxin didn't work. That's like, the that's that's the thing. The plan is just so so convoluted that it's like what because you know but you remember how we we praised dr no for like having this really cool intrigue plot and having bond like figure out the elements of that plot be like most of the movie and that being like really engageable to watch yeah this doesn't have that like he does not knows that goldfinger is a crook bond knows that goldfinger is a crook from the start so for an hour, it's just Bond knowing that he's a crook and trying to figure out what his plan is. Along that way, he gets and then, captured. And then the yeah. next hour is just Bond waiting for the plot, to, for the for the for for his thing to take place so that he can foil it. Like, it's not, and it's it's not, not even an entertaining fully his plot. Idea. It's, it's mostly saved by the fact that PG... Because we can't, mm. can't yeah, no say the name anymore. Yeah. PG, PG like decides that she will turn on Goldfinger. Yeah. So like that's, and that that's and it. that doesn't it, even and that change doesn't even like come across in a in like a very character growth kind of way. It's it's just no, it just James comes across Bond by us seeing. Yeah, we just erodes see the that, consent barrier. Fucking yeah. shit! It's so bad. Let this be known that films that are somewhat revered as icons and, you know, the best ones or a great one or the favorite or whatever in a series of films, man, don't always listen to those people. No. You know, this is because no. I know, and I've watched a lot more Bonds since then, yeah. and I know I've watched all the modern Bonds as as yeah. the ones that have come out while I've been alive on yeah. this planet. And yeah, let me tell the ones you, that are actual movies, the ones that are <laughs> like we're gonna obviously when we get to the low points of like the Craig era and the then the the Brosnan era, they will not nearly be as 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 they'll have plots, and we'll be able to say like this doesn't work. But they'll have plots and they'll have arcs that we can just say, this probably wasn't executed as well as it could have been. What the fuck is this? It's just not, it's so nothing of a movie. Even Except for you're seeing PS- all these like yeah. iconic elements. Like this is the thing. We really, we've, we've joked around it, but we really can have a decent chat here about what Austin Powers got right. Yeah, it's so many things. So many things. Let's the talk laser, about let's talk about gold. all the big things in this film that that has it. Let's talk about odd job. Fucking odd job. Oh my god, I had not even remembered odd job. Oh my goodness me. Because uh, he's such a, you know he's such he a badly Did you know that he got badly burnt that actor when when they did that electrocution scene? Oh god. No? Yeah. Yes. Damn. How, how bad the, the in the vault. Oh, not super like like he got burnt, you know. Yeah, goddamn. That's you know, it feels like bad. Man. Fine. But it's like there's that there's that there's that thing. It's yeah, like well, look at the short Asian man who's like got a novelty strength. Like uh, Yeah. The whole novelty the whole novelty henchman is a is a back and forth in in the Bond thesis, it's a weird sub note because I think there are a lot of cases where it's done right. And this, I think, is technically like one of them. Like, I don't think Odd Job. I think Odd Job very successfully fulfills 
the idea of the 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 sideshow henchman, right? Yeah. Because let's let's look like uh, he's got a he's got a cool introduction where you're like, oh, he's he's caddy. Oh, he's oh, it's a nice multicultural mix there. Oh, he's kind of stocky. He's very he doesn't speak. Wow, that's kind of threatening. And then he just fucking throws his hat, and it's tough enough to cut their head off a goddamn marble statue. And from that moment, you're like, yeah, this, this all right, this guy means some business. Which is cool, right? Plot plot function served. What does he actually do for Goldfinger apart from that in the movie until he has to fight Bond in the end? Nothing. Nothing. Does he even show up? Like, is he's he just even threateningly did- around sometimes, I think. Was he there at oh, the... Was he, there he, at the- a, he does a bit of laughing at, like, other people's misfortune. Yeah. He crushes a golf ball in his hands. Hmm. Um... PG yeah. obviously has her big analog in uh, in Austin Powers. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Granted, if I don't even want to say the Austin Powers film. character's name because I just f- feels weird, man. Um, a lot of vagina. <laughs> Again, Austin Powers realizes that. It's the it's maybe the most absurd thing in the world. Like the the most absurd thing in a world to name a character so close to a <laughs> so close to a sexual organ. It's like it's ridiculous. And Austin Powers how turns. Many, sorry, you go. How many more? No, how many more notes have you got? I've got. I've got a few little points here. How much? What, what do you got? I'm done. I'm. So, I know I'm you're done. done. That's, that's I know all you're I'm done. done. I'm throwing. I'm throwing. I'm throwing <laughs> balls at you and giving you the chance to to hit them out. Right. Throw me some quick balls then. <laughs> let's talk. About, let's let's end on a positive. Let's talk about the laser scene. Okay. Right. Yeah. Great. Love the laser scene. I think it's maybe the best scene in all of Connery's films. Well, because he's got to come up with a fact. He's got to actually argue his case pretty quickly. It's like, don't kill me because of this, which well, sets we, up the rest of the film. Yeah. And we talk about, and we talk about like how good it is to see Bond be like somebody who can't just outmuscle anything. Yeah. And this is, and, and Connery definitely gets a nice handful of those moments. I think this being the best of them. Like there is really nothing he can do in this situation. And that is like He doesn't have a gadget. He doesn't have a gadget, so he actually actually has to think his way out. Yeah. It's I I I'm I'm kind of shocked. It's like so good in such a shit movie. But I think that's the reason. Yeah. Like it's the clip everybody uses. Like anytime you see footage of Goldfinger, it's always like fucking odd job decapitating the statue. And it's the scene of, do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. That that line is hitting because James Bond is like... Because it's, it's disarming the whole Bond thing. Yeah, up against the fucking ropes. And it's like... Because you're right, he can't... He's tried everything. He can't muscle out of it. He can't charm out of it. 
So he's got to do like the one play he's got left and like successfully play the ego of Goldfinger. Mm. And he does it like really successfully and really satisfyingly. So as much as we may very fairly make fun of Goldfinger, that scene is still like lofty. It's a lofty scene. It's a diamond in the rough. I'd, I'd, I'd give it that. Was that a golf pun? <laughs> no, it was just a... Every time I think of that phrase, I oh, yeah. I just think of Aladdin. But, okay, l- <laughs> look, let's just say it's a golf pun. That golf, that golf scene is pretty good, too. Like uh, it's, it's pretty good. I love that. You know what? I also have a note here that says that there was big brandy chat at the Big Dicks meeting. Yep. All those big American uh, and Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Are they like the mafia, mafia bosses? They're like, they're like, I don't think it's specifically mafia, but it's like a, or the head of the fortune 500. Like it's the Epsteins and the Trumps and the, the, the the Weinsteins. When, when, which big dicks meeting am I talking about? Is there, no, it's not the bosses. It's, no, they're mafia bosses that he kills in the room. Are they? Are they? Yeah. Anyway. I guess I'm. I guess I missed it. Oh, no, it. no. This is before... No, I have that note as being before Q branch scene. So it must be some Oh! Maybe it's a heads of... I was talk- I'm talking about like the guys who get gassed when they find out about um, Operation Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, there's some other... There's some other chat when they're... You know, there's some other meeting that there's a brandy chat. There's some other big wig... Oh, I see. I don't know. It's been a few weeks now since I've watched. Don't think it fucking sucks. <laughs> Let's just be real. Sucks. <laughs> like it's it's like it's, it's something just, that has so many great elements of Bond. Yeah. It's fucking. If it was so just and if it was bad. just and if it was any other Bond film, I'd be like, this is this is mid. It's fine. It's it's whatever. But just the fact that this one is so highly revered by people who don't know what they're talking about. Did you just hear that? Siri chimed in. She thought I said Again? something. Again? And she said, and she said, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Two weeks in a row? Siri. Can you, could, do you have any big industrial lasers in your house? <laughs> uh, don't let Siri get um, at your don't let Siri get at your um don't let Siri get at your insecurities. Just laser the that fucker in half. Um, I am happy to wrap this up. This was a bit of a low point for me, uh, but thankfully I have watched some more and I know that it gets better. In fact, it gets really good right after this. Yeah, um, Thunderball. So, hell yeah. And we're going to talk about that in two weeks. Um, I have yet Maybe. to pick the, our next traditional bargain bin film, so that will happen, <laughs> but... Um, I, 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 Please rate review the show. Tell all your friends. Five stars. Yeah. Thanks. See, you can just tell that my energy is. Yeah, you want to leave. Like I'm down I to make fun of uh, leave. Goldfinger for a little bit more, but it's, you know what? That's uh, cool. That's fine. We'll we'll end on a low, low note. Where can they find you, Morgan? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Morgan C Roberts and Instagram at Morgan Roberts Photo. Where can you find? Uh, where can we, the good people of the internet, find you? Uh, Instagram. Dom Fitz the Champ, Twitter, uh, Dom Fitz Film Boy. Uh, you can catch me hanging out in my own bunker, um, <laughs> counting down the moments until uh, no time to die. We'll be posting some apocalypse redeeming content on our Facebook and our Twitter. That is what's fucking me up the most about this this coronavirus is all of the movies and stuff going on delay. 
like uh, Fast and Furious Nine got pushed back a whole year. Mm. A whole year. That's a long ass time. We're going to be talking about this virus for years to come. This is going to be a huge touchdown. Tell you what, it's probably going to be in a lot of the Bond episodes. Oh man, let's get them all recorded while it's happening. At least video games like aren't getting pushed back. You know, unless I get to play Animal Crossing, watch fucking Thunderball. Oh man, rewatch Alan Partridge. Uh, That'd be great. Well, until next week, we'll see you on the internet. Um, as always, uh, my name is Roberts Morgan Roberts. My name is Big Fucking Penis Galore. <laughs> See you next time, guys. <sighs>